And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, in the opposite corner of my mano e mano, my verbal sparring partner, Philly's finest, with his brotherly love uh, cap on, none other than Wildress Ruffin. What's going on, Ruff? It's 15 minutes after smoke o'clock. I ain't got no brotherly love right now. I want all the smoke. And I want it Alabama Slammer style. Mm, Okay. We we going there already? Are we going there? The man, the myth, the legend, the voice, the man with his own t-shirt. Sir, I got to ask first, how are you feeling today? You know how I'm feeling. It's smoke o'clock. And smoke o'clock is a moving target. And as it's supposed to be. You know, because when the smoke is coming, you can't be still. You know, you got to keep your head off the center line. So, you know, I, I, I'm I'm feeling froggy. So let's keep your head moving at all times or I might get hit with a chair. Voice, let's get into <laughs> these chairs and low blows. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I know if you are literally living under a rock, I know you saw it. Now, SummerSlam may have taken place this weekend, but apparently the brawl for it all happened at the Alabama Riverfront that we are entitling Slamabama. Now, the fight broke out after a dock worker who tried to move a boat that was preventing a riverboat from docking. He was jumped by a group of five men. Now, when the riverboat docked, smoking clock truly took place. Uh, there was a there was a black man. He threw up his hat like he was uh, like he was my man Bobby, and I feel like that was like the answer that everybody needed. Because all of a sudden, everybody gathered together like Avengers. And it was all over the place, voice. You had chairs being thrown. You had people being hit over the head with chairs. Folks were thrown into the water. Voice, they came off the boat skipping. Anytime you see black men coming off the boat skipping with no shirt on, it's fire. It's happening. Look at him. He, he, he wanted them problems. And Buddy, I mean, Buddy, he took a little bit too long to get there. But when he finally got there, and look at my boy, Michael B. Phelps. Now, that young brother, 16 years old, mm-hmm. who was literally just coming to defend his co-worker, he's earned a number of different nicknames, uh, including Black Aquaman, Captain Hook. I saw somebody call that man Kofi Kingfish. But if mm-hmm. you take a look at the clip, when he got out the water, he drained out his, clo- his Crocs, and he hit somebody with the rock bottom. Wes, I want to get your thoughts on the brawl for it all at the Slamabama at the Alabama Riverfront. What did you think of it? Um, I have so many mixed feelings regarding this. One, black people just showing out. That that's the first thing I got to say. Black people showing out because it just keeps evolving. And turn into more stuff. Aquaman, that's right. Aquaman uh, has, I think that's the name that is stuck. The one uh-huh. that I like best, though, is Scuba Gooden Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, uh, oh, it, it was, I saw a meme of uh, Harriet Tubman smiling hard. And it was like uh, uh, Black. Uh, black people can't swim. It's like the ancestors smiling. It's like he, 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 uh, the young man changed the narrative for uh, so many African Americans. They say we can't swim. Mm, uh, well, well, he sure did swim. And, Let me tell you um, something. That brother swam with some power. He got out the water 
he said, let me clear out these Crocs. He took them Crocs off, and once if you look, if you look at the first person he grabbed, it was it was the the best rock bottom I've ever saw. And I know these are not the things that we're supposed to celebrate, but the That's memes that generated from this, it. yeah, the memes that generated from this and the joy that black people got, whether you like it or not, it's been so much unrest. This was while it was sad the way it happened and it played out. It brought joy to people's faces for a, a, a clear moment. Um, yeah, Ricky Smiley actually interviewed the chair uh, on his radio show this morning. So, um, blessings to the young man. He's 16 years old. His family has already spoken out. Thank people. Um, there's actually a uh, a GoFundMe that's actually being put together um, for those yes, who do. actually were um, are needing uh, uh, law assistance. Um, and also, uh, I believe everyone who received the warrant were the individuals who initiated the fight, who actually owned the, the, the pontoon, I believe is mm-hmm. what it was called. Yes, so, pontoon. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, KOs and little blows, as you can tell, it's a light show because, yeah, yeah. Well, if I can say a couple things though, uh, one, we will never look at two things the same way ever again. We will never look at someone taking their hat, turning it to the side, then taking it off and throwing it up the same way ever again. That is the universal symbol for its own. Secondly, white folding chairs will hold <laughs> a very special place in the heart of black people. Now, I again, I have mixed emotions. With that being said, um, him hitting the woman... That was out of line, which is why he got, uh, you know, taken down and, you know, didn't seem as if he was resisting arrest. It seemed like they took the man down a little hard, but nobody seemed to, to feel too bad. about. I was like, OK, you are out of line there. As a matter of fact, they weren't doing anything to any of uh, the the people. The, the police weren't. They were just trying to break it up until that happened. It was like, OK, dude, we got to we got to do something. And what was in this back? It looked like he, he uh, could not contain his 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 bowels and it was just all up his back that brown is that was nasty um but yeah it, it it i mean whenever you see justice being done that should bring uh some some level of uh, uh satisfaction and i think overall that that's what it was i think we can kind of let it go now because shoe on the other foot I think we would not be happy about seeing these things. Um, so, like I said, I got mixed emotions about it, but um, yeah, I, I'll just leave it there. Yeah, it, it went too far once he hit that lady over the head with the chair. So because you could see the officers. That, she got hit with, with other stuff by men. But, with, I mean, she, she stepped in, so I guess it was them defending themselves. I didn't see the they men hit her, but I saw the women. Themselves. I saw the women. I saw, I yeah, the men. women jumped in. They were like, "Look, we gonna get some too, lady in the yeah. uh, in the white." You know that yeah, that's so a different story. He he delivered that like a a, a Rocky Maivia chair shot that I've never seen before. So, um, shout out and blessings to uh, everyone. Hopefully, for speed to recover. Um, yeah, we make jokes about it, but you know sometimes you need a break from it. Now, we got a great light show for y'all today. You know, so we are gonna go ahead and take a quick break, pay some bills. Let y'all get into this Ozell break because you're going to need your shoes soon. When we come back, we're going to get into it. Anthony Joshua finally has a fight. 
Bellator 298. And we have a Voices Marquee matchup when we come back. We'll be right back. It's not just about the love of the game. It's about dedication and commitment through the process and the patience to endure. There's joy in reaching your goals and peace in knowing you've done all you're supposed to do. Ozell Brand. It's not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. Shout out to the family at Ozell Brand. Make sure you head out and get you some football season coming up. You're going to need them colorways. And you know Voice is always rocking his uh, Bruce Lee voice. Ozell's in the in the black and blue. We we, we call them the the Bruce uh, Lee voices. So, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, All right. It, it, Titus, if you're listening, uh, as soon as you can get those Mizzou black and golds uh back in stock dog I'm I'm all over got the shirt ready for it and everything boys ready boys stay ready you see the halo over his head all right let's get into it ladies and gentlemen after much back and forth with Tyson Fury and a recently failed drug test by Dillian White former heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua is stepping into the ring against Robert Hellenius now, that 12-round bout will take place at the O2 Arena in London, England, and it will be streamed worldwide on the zone. Now, if the name Robert Hellenius sounds familiar, it just might be. The 32-4 Hellenius is a former European heavyweight champion who faced Deontay Wilder in the Barclays Center last October in about the saw Wilder win with a knockout in just under three minutes of the first round. Now, the replacement fight was made quickly as just days ago the VADA had determined that Joshua's original opponent, Dillian White, had, quote, returned adverse analytical findings as part of a random anti-doping protocol. The failed test will now be the third for White, whose career actually may be in jeopardy. Now, speaking with the media after the replacement voice, Joshua stated, this wasn't in the script, but I respect Hellenius. I respect any male or female who steps into the ring, and I'm laser-focused on the win. With a win, I can advance to bigger and better things, but the roadmap has a checkpoint Saturday night. May the best man win. Now, Joshua was also asked about the man that he has been attempting to make a championship bout with, Tyson Fury. Now, with that, Joshua said, I'm not frustrated by that because I've been champion and I know the process. I'm on this rebuilding phase, but I can understand for people waiting in line it must be massively frustrating. But Fury has to do what he has to do for himself, and I admire the guy for it. Now, he did state, I think we all need a little bit of that today in society of doing whatever you want. Now, if you want to hold him accountable, then yeah, you should, because you should be fighting active fighters instead of competing with MMA fighters. Now, voice. Anthony Joshua right now is kind of in a in a weird space because he is 3-3 three three in his last six bouts with two of those losses uh coming to Usyk who's actually the mandatory uh contender right now for the championship I believe how do you feel about this fight for Joshua and I I got a two-part question for you mm-hmm. now every the first thing everyone mentioned when Hellenius was added to the bout was well Wilder knocked him out in 177 seconds if Joshua doesn't do it and he goes and he goes the distance we should start questioning Joshua. What are your thoughts on that? 
And what are your thoughts on his statements concerning Tyson Fury? All right. So when it comes to this fight, this really could be a trap fight because of the things that you see. The last time that Joshua had a, you know, last minute change, it changed his world. He got his first loss. Uh, it, it really changed the way that people viewed him as a fighter. So this is this is really a big thing now does he need to stay busy yes uh does he need a light touch yes uh, and i believe that's the reason that he has helenius uh versus maybe someone else on the card if if you go back to that poster you'll see that there are other heavyweights that are on the card you got hergovich on the card a lot of people would thought that that was who he would fight. You have Derek Chisora who stated that he knew a week before the Dillian White pop positive. He told David Hay and David Hay stated in an interview recently, he was like, yeah, he told me last week that uh, he was going to try to fill in because uh, White hit pop positive. But that didn't happen either. People at the zone were like, no, nah, we don't want that fight. We're not going to pay for that. So you know, that that did not happen. However, with Elaney's, he, or I should say, the, the one thing that did concern me about him is because is that I didn't think he knew anything about him, he being Joshua. But they sparred before, just like, uh, just like Wilder sparred with him many times. So he does know the man. And that, again, more than likely the reason why he took the fight is because he does know him. He does know his tendencies. He's been in there with him before. And he needs some good work. He's still working with Derrick James. He's still revamping his style. And he needs a light touch. But I don't know how light a touch Hellenius is. Because even though he lost uh, to Wilder terribly, Will Joshua do the same thing? Probably not, because again, Joshua is refining his style, so he needs a time. You see this picture, he just fought Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Now, granted, he was already scheduled to be on this card as well. So, you know, you, you take that for what it's worth. But he just fought in a medieval castle in Finland on Saturday and, and beaten uh, Butterbean on Slim Fast. But Again, he knocked that guy out, which, again, is Butterbean on Slim Fast. He's been knocked out, but let's not forget, he put a stop to the hype train that was Adam Kovnowski. Knocked him out twice in a row. Uh, if you go back to the poster, because fighting math doesn't always add up, he also got knocked out by someone on this card, the person who's fighting Chisora, which is Gerald Washington. Ooh. You know, so it, there's a lot going on, you know, here and a lot of, of cross-pollination going on. You know, so if he doesn't look good, I don't know what that's going to do for Well, that could be good, it could be bad because uh -huh. we know that they want to make the fight with Wilder. And if he doesn't look so good, 
it may be more beneficial for him because Wilder may want the fight that much more. It's this is a very tricky situation to be in because outside of just demolishing Helenius, he really has nothing to gain in this fight. You make a lot of great points there. One thing that I think about is even in his last win, a lot of people felt he was really shaky in that last win. And then you have the losses to, to, to Usyk. So, of course, a lot of people are doubting Joshua at this point. So he does have to make a really, really big stance here. Like, I, I personally don't believe if it goes past three rounds, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. Now, it is of note that due to the change in the opponent, the bout has been moved from pay-per-view to DAZN subscription services. So those who have purchased the, the pay-per-view, they'll be receiving a full refund. So... That we'll be definitely looking forward to that. Sometimes it's a trap fight, sometimes it's not. Uh, now, next, uh, Emmanuel Neverate. I bless that man because I'll be butchering his name, but I think I got it finally. <laughs> For the first time, he's going to be defending his WBO Junior Lightweight title. Ironically, against the man that he was supposed to fight for the title against, Oscar Valdez. Now, since winning the vacant title against Liam Wilson, this is about the Valdez originally pulled out of due to injury. The bout was a win, but for many, it was considered to be a sloppy fight for Emmanuel, who was actually knocked down for the first time in his career in the fourth round. Now, before, right after that, he bounced back and he won the fight by a ninth round uh, technical knockout. But during the bout, boys, Valdez said some things that I found really interesting. I want to get your thoughts on that. He, he was actually able to see a ringside view of the fight. And among his thoughts, he told Boxing Scene, he said, I saw two things that night. The fight proved that anything can happen at any given moment. And when it comes to Navarrete, it can be an early night or it can be a very long night. He said, I always try to look at the best that a fighter has. It doesn't make sense to only focus on a fighter's flaws. And I want to see what I have to overcome. He said, what I saw was a fighter that you can never count out. And it told me that it doesn't matter if I'm up three rounds to none. He's got that power to end the fight whenever he wants, and you can never count him out. He last said, I know I have to be on my A game from round one until the final bell. Now, this was a fight that was originally supposed to take place uh, in the one that Liam Wilson took uh, last December. So a lot of boxing fans are excited about it because many feel like this is ultimately going to determine who the true WBO light heavyweight title uh, is belongs to. So, Voice, what are your thoughts on the bout finally happened between the two? And what did you think of Valdez's statements where, I mean, he basically gave Emmanuel Navarrete his flowers while also stating, listen, I'm, I've done my homework. We'll take the last first, and then I'll give my overall thoughts regarding the fight. He should have done his homework. This is the reason why fighters go two fights of people who are possible opponents it's to see what they do how well they do it and what areas of their game can they exploit so bravo kudos you you did your job you know it wasn't just to be there and get shown on camera no you were there to study your possible opponent which is now your opponent I love the fight. This is Mexico on Mexico. 
in uh, Arizona, which I'm sure was a part of Mexico before, you know, different things happen. But I love it. I, I love to see Mexicans fight Mexican style. And that's what you're going to have. Both of these men are going to come forward. They're going to bring it. Uh, Valdez has a 70, like 2% knockout rate where, or no, it's 82. One of them has 82%. One of them has 72%. I forget which has which. Either way it goes, both of them stop most of the opponents. Is this one going to be stopped? I don't know. They both also have one loss. And I don't think either of them have ever been knocked out. So this this is going to be a fight, or I should say it has all of the makings on paper of being an absolute knockdown, drag out slug fist, like the, the low key banger, the under the radar fight of the weekend. Everyone's talking about Joshua and his fight. You know, people are are, are looking forward to the Vincent the Luque and uh Dos Anjos fight. But this is the one that should have fight fans excited. Yeah, you made a great point. Both fighters actually come into the fight with one loss each, and then none of those have come by knockout. But like you said, they do have a history of delivering them. Now Valdez has 23 knockouts and Navarrete has 31. So Something's got to give, and it's going to be a title on the line. So that's going to be awesome to see. Make sure you tune into that. Make sure you check Twitter because you know Voice is going to have hot takes on that. All right. Now it's time. The Voice is Marquee Matchup. Let's go. I love these. This week's Voice is Marquee Matchup sees a Bellator 298 featherweight bout featuring James Gallagher. Voice, tell us why it's this week's Voices Marquee matchup and which will we be looking for? The reason that this is the Voices Marquee matchup is because it is a very notable fight on a card that has some pretty interesting stuff going on. You got Logan Storley versus Brennan Ward at the top of the card. This is in South Dakota, which is really, you know, like Logan's backyard. Brennan Ward's redemption story is well documented and people love it. So, you know, that that makes this a fight that you want to see. You got Valentin Moldowski fighting undefeated Steve Maury at heavyweight. Huge fight. Dalton Roster taking on Aaron Jeffrey, another banger. And then starting everything off, you have Conor McGregor pupil down to tattoos and all taking on james gonzalez now this like the fight we spoke of earlier between joshua and helenius is also a fight that was made somewhat last minute salute to sunshine chris lencioni he is the person who was supposed to be fighting Gallagher. lencioni's got more name uh value and that would bring more eyeballs to the fight but unfortunately he had some medical issues i, I saw something i think he was just released arrest. yeah yeah he was yeah. just released from the hospital uh the other day so his days uh as a combatant may be over at least uh when it comes to mma he may be able to do some jujitsu or something of that nature but he may never be cleared to fight again so uh definitely glad that they caught this before it happened like in the cage that would have been horrible so 
so very glad that he is okay Gallagher faces Gonzalez like I said last minute and Gonzalez is someone who's fought for Bellator before but he's not one of their contracted fighters he last fought Aaron Pico and lost uh, that fight before that he fought Cody Law uh, but the, it's kind of hard to get information on the man because he didn't have any social media like none <laughs> maybe he's got MySpace and I didn't check MySpace I don't know but couldn't find much out about him from that perspective but I do know that he is out of Law MMA that's right Longo and Wideman MMA in New York and he's going to bring it but this is all about Gallagher. Gallagher has been out for so long and been so inactive since like 2019. He's fought twice since then. You know, and this is the, the third one. A lot of the fights that have not happened have not taken place because of him pulling out. So will he have that cage corrosion? Will he be able to employ his game plan against someone last minute? will he continue to be a draw these are the reasons that this is the voices marquee matchup uh gonzalez could play spoiler in this situation and make a name for himself if he gives gallagher his third loss because gallagher has lost two fairly significant people or i should say people at least with uh, some kind of of name value he lost to the current interim champ patchy mix and before that he lost to a surging ricky bendejas you know so to have the last fight or i should say the the adding to that loss will be phenomenal that'd be huge for gonzalez awesome awesome thank you voice you were definitely a combat sports encyclopedia if i've ever seen one voice knows every name knows every fight it's it's always great to see i sometimes i'll be trying to stump you and you you still don't get it um it's an amazing weekend of uh combat sports fights it's a light weekend seems almost like this weekend is kind of like the replacement trap fight weekend so it's going to be exciting the entire weekend because you don't know what's going to happen you don't know if upset's going to happen so make sure you're following the voice on twitter at the voice make sure you're checking our mtmv uh twitter page also for any kind of updates that may happen uh thank you all for tuning in ladies and gentlemen MTMV Sports. We are y'all. We are a group of individuals who love sports. We talk about sports. We text about sports. We argue about sports. We we are the fans. Thank you for tuning in with us. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on podcasts while you're driving, you can't see these handsome faces. You can just listen to these voices. My voice ain't baritone, but you know, voice has a quiet song voice that you can listen to and hear about people getting smashed in the face and the all kinds of stuff. I ain't there yet. I don't, you know, I don't have it. But make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you also visit our website, MTMVPN. Get to know uh, all of our amazing people who are there. Buy some merch. You know, Please. make sure you check out the Ozell brand also. Uh, it's an amazing shoe by an amazing developer. Uh, Black on. So make sure you show some love. Uh, voice, give us your last word, sir. In my closing uh, thoughts and my last words, I already spoke about the UFC card that's taking place between uh, Vincente Luque and Rafael Dos Anjos. Uh, but we also have some boxing that's taking place. 
as well so if you did not get a chance to see uh crawford spence live uh you'll get to see the replay i think as the the header of this corp you you have uh you have lopez and rodriguez uh fighting each other uh and this is for a bantamweight title but really you know low-key banger that antoine gary antoine russell fighting because he is making some noise uh around that 135 126 uh, and 130 range so uh let's see if he can stay undefeated and if he can get a bigger fight in the near future sounds amazing ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in every tuesday night is smoke o'clock on the main card with the voice of your man will just make sure y'all hit that bell so you get those notifications anytime any of us go live uh thank you for tuning in voice take us out until next time fight the good fight what's going on family it's your man wildress and it's your man the myth the legend the voice and you just finished watching the main card on the mtmv network yeah for more great shows just like this smash the subscribe button and keep fighting the good fight